more time. Hey, what's going on, Who That Nation? It is yours truly, TJ Jones, the host of the State of the Saints podcast. And I guess we're turning back the clock here on the State of the Saints podcast because normally I do the State of the Saints podcast live, but this time I decided to record it, man. And I do apologize, folks, but I did have something to do on this Saturday evening. So I did want to give you all some Saints news on this edition, we're going to be talking about Michael Thomas. That's right, Michael Thomas. He is listed as questionable as the Saints take on the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday Night Football. And the question is, is Michael Thomas going to play in the Monday Night Football game against the Chargers? And first off, who that nation, I think everybody will agree that Michael Thomas is by far uh, definitely a top two, a top three wide receiver in the NFL right now. He's a two, two-time All-Pro. Uh, we know that he was top ten on the NFL top 100, 149 receptions, NFL record. So the Saints really miss Michael Thomas. Okay, they really do. Okay, Michael Thomas production on the field goes without saying. All right, but I look at this very, very simple. Michael Thomas is the future and the face of this franchise, all right? Like, my, uh, Michael Thomas is the guy, years from now, I feel like we're going to be putting up there as the greatest saint of all time. Like, that's, that's how much respect I have for this guy. So with that being said, I feel like it would be a horrible idea, absolutely horrible, if they decide to go and put this guy in in a Monday night football game, and they have a bye week the following week. I mean, for what for four weeks he's been. I mean, for four weeks, Michael Thomas has been on the sidelines. So if you just allow him to be out this week and he has a bye week, that's a total of six weeks, basically. So for, for six weeks, you have him closer to being a hundred percent. I understand what the Saints try to do, right. They did the same thing last year with Drew Brees. When Drew Brees missed those five games, Drew Brees played against the Arizona Cardinals right before the bye week, and I really didn't understand that, and I definitely don't understand why they're trying to rush Michael Thomas back. Now, Michael Thomas, he's a proud man. He's a competitor. He's a warrior. If you go to Michael Thomas and you ask them, Mike, can you play? I'm pretty sure 100% he's going to be like, yeah, I can play. Look, you know what I'm saying? When can I suit up? But the Saints have to really be smart about this, man. This, once again, is the future of your franchise. And you do not want to jeopardize the future of your franchise uh, trying to go up against the Los Angeles Chargers, man. Especially uh, last week we saw in that Detroit Lions game, we seen other guys pick up the slack. Uh, we seen Traquan Smith step up. We seen uh, Emmanuel Sanders step up. Uh, we know Alvin Kamara, he's on another level right now. We seen Latavius Murray do his thing. So, I think the Saints can go one more week 
without Michael Thomas, okay? But there are also some guys that also listed as questionable. I'm looking at Andrus Pete. As y'all know, I mean, he had a high ankle sprain. Uh, tight end Jared Cook, who had a growing pull. Uh, Marcus Davenport, there's a possibility he can play, a strong possibility. And um, also Marshawn Lattimore, who missed the game last week against the Detroit Lions. So uh, Janora Jenkins and uh, Deontay Harris, they're going to be out of this game, okay? Deontay Harris, I think he have a hamstring issue, and Janora Jenkins is dealing with a shoulder issue. But having Marshawn Lattimore come back and be a part of their secondary, uh, I think that is a plus, even though the secondary played really well last week. Look, this isn't one of those situations where I would like to see this from week to week. Those guys did a good job, all right? It's almost like, you know, if one guy was supposed to work one night and he called out and then you call the other guy in, he picked up the slack, he did okay job. It's kind of the same way. I don't want to see Patrick Robinson and P.J. Williams week to week. Uh, I mean, it's just a matter of time before them guys get smoked like brisket and burned like a biscuit. That's just my that's just my honest opinion on that. So Marshawn Lattimore coming back, I think is, it will be a plus. And also, like, you know, a couple weeks, I'm, fr- I'm pretty sure a couple weeks from now, Janora Jenkins is going to come back. But Deontay Harris, man, that's that's very questionable to me. Um, I, I wasn't even sure how he got hurt. I'm not sure about that. But he is a guy that is uh, really important uh, to the special teams game. You know, uh, man, anytime this guy gets the ball in his hand, I mean, he can go yards. Like, he almost broke one last week against the Detroit Lions, man, if it wasn't for that. He, he got past all the defenders. All he had to do was get past that linebacker, and he would have been gone. But Deontay Harris, I mean, he's tough, man. He's physical. That guy's really small. We about 5'7", 5'8", about 175 pounds. But, I mean, he got a, a heart of a 300-pound guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is uh, he is a small guy, but he is a giant. No doubt about that. So I'm, I'm very – I'm very curious about what they're going to do with the special teams, man. We know that Alvin Kamara, he was the emergency uh, return specialist, but we don't want to see Alvin Kamara back there doing those special teams, man. And um, we know that he was, you know, he got the ball and he slid down and stuff like that because he understands the importance of his role with the team, man. You don't have Michael Thomas. You don't have Jerry Cook. And he knows, man, I, I can't go down, man, because the team needs me. So I'm thinking maybe the Saints probably put Marquez Callaway back there. Or they probably put Beanie Fowler back there, you know, one of those guys. But I would try Marquez Callaway, man. I mean, Beanie Fowler, he's been doing a great job on special teams, in my opinion. He's probably uh, one of the bright spots on special teams, man. I mean, he was the guy that, that, that um, downed the ball at the one-yard line, and he was the guy that caught that onside kick, um, I think, in week one. So – you look at Benny Fowler, I mean, he does a really great job, but I would like to see Marquez Calloway uh, take the place of Deontay Harris in the return game because, I mean, we all saw him do it at Tennessee, man, and he was uh, really electrifying. Um, so Marquez Calloway, I think you give him some extra work, you know, back there, you know, returning kicks. He has the speed. He has the elusiveness, and I think that he can do an okay job. So I think that the Saints need to try to go in that direction. Um, as far as Andrews Pete is concerned, um, I don't think that you need to rush Andrews Pete back. I think the offensive line did a good job. Uh, Nick Easton, um, he he did a really good job. Um, I think the Saints got Hurst, uh, Hurst coming um, in. He was serving a four-game suspension. Uh, so he's a guy that can be a part of the rotation. Uh, they just re-signed Will Clapp to the practice squad, which I'm pretty sure he's not going to be playing in this game. And also Cesar Ruiz, man. The more reps that he gets, it seems like the better he becomes. So uh, and, and Ryan Ramchek, I didn't see him on the injury report list, so it looks like he's a go. And that is a plus because 
we all saw what the running game looked like when Ryan Ramchek left the game last week with a concussion. So having Ryan Ramchek back is a plus. Uh, Hurts, uh, him coming back, you know what I'm saying, from serving that four-game suspension, him being in the lineup, he's a seasoned veteran, spent some time with the Baltimore Ravens. We all know how the Baltimore Ravens are when it comes to offensive line. They love to run the football. So I think that he will fit very well on the offensive line rotation. So the Saints uh, should be fine without Andrews Pete, man. Andrews Pete, uh, we know that he's a better run blocker than he is a pass blocker. But um, eventually, you know what I'm saying, he'll come back into the lineup and and I'm pretty sure everything's going to be okay. But let's talk about Marcus Davenport. <laughs> Marcus Davenport, man, he's listed as questionable. But once again, it's a strong possibility that he's going to play. Look, man, I like Marcus Davenport. I think he has a lot of promise. Uh, if you checked out the State of the Saints podcast, special guest Mike Dettier was on the show. Uh, he talked about Marcus Davenport and his upside and his ability and his skill set. But we rarely ever see that, okay? All this is right now just pure speculation, okay? We just see flashes of them. It's like a Yelone eclipse or something like that or a Haley's Comet. I mean, you have to just be there to see it. I mean, it's not going to always be there all the time. So Marcus Davenport, he does show flashes. The problem is he's never healthy. And if Marcus Davenport does come back to the lineup this Monday, he should be a backup to Trey Hendrickson. Look, Trey Hendrickson has been doing an outstanding job. In my opinion, the Saints overachiever, okay? Trey Hendrickson has been doing the best job on that defensive line, even better than Cam Jordan. I mean, he has more quarterback pressures, he has more quarterback hurries, and he has more sacks than anybody on that line. So in Marcus Davenport, if he is healthy, he can come back into the game, but you do not replace him with Trey Hendrickson because Trey Hendrickson is doing an outstanding job. You put uh, Marcus Davenport in. You, I mean, you put him in on a snap count. You know, if, if he starts to ball out, then then you put him in with more plays. But by no means do you trade him out for Trey Hendrickson because, I mean, I know they say, you know, life is not fair, but this definitely wouldn't be fair because you're, you're, <laughs> you're sitting down the guy that's giving your defensive line the best production. You know what I'm saying? He's the, he's the most productive guy on the defensive line. So, I wouldn't replace him for anything. You know what I'm saying? So Marcus Davenport, hopefully he can come back into the game. Also, Jared Cook, man. Um, you know, the Saints, uh, they really rely on the tight ends. Uh, we didn't see uh Adam Troutman at all. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm very concerned about that, who that nation. I'm very concerned that a guy that is known for being a very good pass blocker and a guy that's also good um uh, with his hands, a good pass catcher tight end, has seen very little of the field you know what i'm saying and this guy i, I looked at him and I, I said during the you know the off season that this guy is one of those guys they said be the next george kittle or, or rob gronkowski but i mean no otas no minicamp and we all know how the saints uh do with their tight ends and we know that drew Brees he likes to have that type of chemistry with his tight ends so adam troutman doesn't have that chemistry just yet and he's not too familiar with the playbook so I kind of understand that, but at the same time, man, we have to make sure that we get this young kid involved, man. Even if it's in goal line situations, we definitely want to get this guy involved. But when it comes to Jared Cook, man, when it comes to Jared Cook, when him playing, you know, I don't think you need to rush him back either. You know what I'm saying? If he got this growing pool, look, leave him out. Like I said, man, this is a game going into the bye week. So if, if 
you're not sure about a guy, just go ahead and leave them out, man. Just go ahead and leave them out. Just let them go ahead and heal, and we don't have to worry about them, you know, being re-injured down the line because we're going to need these guys down the stretch, man. As the as the schedule starts to get more and more tough, man, we're going to start playing teams like the 49ers and the Chicago Bears and the Kansas City Chiefs. We're going to need these guys to be fully healthy, man, down the stretch, and especially having a very early bye week, man. So get these guys straight, man. Don't worry about putting Jared Cook in if he's dealing with a growing injury. Uh, like I said, I pretty much covered everybody when it came to the uh, the injury report and being questionable. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, uh, he talked a little bit to the media and he, he used Mike Thomas, you know, in a present tense. You know, we all know that uh, Sean Payton likes to keep injuries under wrap, you know, when when his players going to, you know, the you know, the interviews, you know, they, they they're very closed mouth about their injury status, any of the teammates' injury status. But Emmanuel Sanders, I guess he didn't get the memo, man, because he kept on using Michael Thomas in a, in a present tense. So a lot of people feel like that is indication that Michael Thomas is going to play. But, I mean, you never know. I mean, we all know that uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I mean, he's his own person, man. I mean, I know uh, Emmanuel Sanders, I've seen him on ESPN first take, and uh, I've never really seen any Saints player ever, like, really just – take uh the media into the locker room i mean it was during the time he was talking about during the time when you know the whole drew Brees uh situation happened and him having apologized to the teammates and um he, he told everybody what was going on which was shocking to me so uh emmanuel sanders uh using michael thomas in the present tense a lot of people feel like they may be an indication that he might play but once again man you do not want to put michael thomas out there you do not want to put him out there, put him in harm's way, him re-aggravate that ankle, and then mess around, have to get surgery, and be out for the rest of the year. I do not want that. I know you don't want that. And um, it's very important that Michael Thomas is with the New Orleans Saints down the stretch in order for them to get the success that they need and possible, you know, stay pace with the Carolina Panthers and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, if the Saints win this game against the Los Angeles Chargers, they are number one. They're in first place once again in the NFC South because we know that Tampa lost to the Chicago Bears and we know the Saints beat them in week one. This would put the Saints at three and two. This would put Tampa at three and two. Carolina would be at uh, uh, three and two if they were to win, but the Saints would be in first place. And we want to make sure that we win these games. We want to make sure that these are the type of games that you know what I'm saying? We we don't want to give up. I mean, this is a home game, even though there's not going to be a crowd, man. Uh, Mayor uh, Contrell, she decided uh, to uh, deny uh, the Saints' request of having the Superdome at 25% capacity, which I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on down there. Uh, it seems like she's ruling that city with an iron fist right now. Uh, you see other places opening up. I mean, I've seen Florida, for God's sakes. Florida was the, a, a hot spot, okay? I mean, it, I don't think Wi-Fi get you a better hot spot than Florida was. But you see uh, fans at Tampa Bay games. You see fans at uh, Jacksonville games. But I know a lot of people argue, say, well, those are outside venues. But at the same time, man, look, if you're practicing social distancing, if you're doing, you know, the right things that need to be done in order for you to, you know, in order for you to, uh, make sure everybody is safe. Why not? You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have people all on top of each other like sardines, but you know what I'm saying? Just make sure they practice in social distancing, man. You know, I just feel like the Saints team, these guys are 
the type of squad that that needs the energy of the who that nation you know some teams they bring their own energy you know they do a good job with that but you have other teams out here man who you know they struggle you know what i'm saying they they need that 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 loud venue man they need people pumping in that noise you know what i'm saying and not that atlanta falcon automatic automatic crowd noise you know what i'm saying none of that stuff i'm talking about like legitimate fans you know what i'm saying that, that you can see when you run out you know what i'm saying you can see the fire and the passion in their eyes that's some people need that man and i think that's one of the main reasons why if you look across uh the landscape of the national football league's defenses are down right now yeah and i think that has a lot to do with the fact that we all know when it comes to like uh when we're in home at home and and the defense is out there man we try to be as loud as we can to try to throw off the offense and I feel like that's one of the main reasons why a lot of defenses in the National Football League have been struggling this season because they feed off that energy in order for them to fly around the field. And, um, you know, I think the Saints are missing that greatly. But like I said, man, I just hope that we just find a solution to this problem. Uh, eventually, you know what I'm saying, the people will come back into the Superdome where we can, you know, blow the roof off the joint, be loud, be crazy. Uh, it definitely would be needed um, – on monday because the los angeles Chargers, i know people may look at their record they may look at the rookie the young kid justin herbert and they may be licking their chops or something like that but this young kid has an arm he's extremely talented uh he's i mean he makes all the right reads uh he, he is a guy man that is going to be a gamer for years to come uh, i think the Chargers made a very good decision i can see him and patrick mahomes vying for the afc west for years to come because Justin Herbert is a special kid, man. Now, they don't have Austin Eckler. Of course, we know that he's out. Melvin Ingram, he's out, uh, you know what I'm saying, for the rest of the season. They also they have Kenneth Murray, the rookie out of Oklahoma, which a lot of uh, Saints fans wanted the Saints to grab him. Uh, we know that they have uh, Joey Bosa, you know what I'm saying, the brother of Nick Bosa. You know, he's out there, man, terrorizing. So these guys, man, they, they, they play with a lot of fire, man. And it's one, not one of those teams where – you know, they're going to go away. This is a four-quarter team, okay? Even when they're down, this team still battles. And once again, man, you know, when you're going up against a, a young rookie, man, I mean, he's going to go out there and let it fly, man. Monday night football, going up against a legend like Drew Brees. But we know that Drew Brees, he, he always brings it when he goes up against the Chargers, man. This is the team that drafted him, even though they're in Los Angeles now. This is still, you know what I'm saying, like the same ownership, uh that was was in place when uh he was drafted so it's always something special you know for drew Brees when he goes and plays the chargers because this is a team man that, that gave up on him this is a team that didn't believe in him and they decided to draft philip rivers you know because they felt like drew Brees wasn't the guy and uh you know drew Brees uh messed his showed up you know what i'm saying and and we all know the rest is history you know what i'm saying he comes to new orleans and now he's who he is, but he's always plays hard. He always plays with passion. And, um, you know, it's always something personal uh, when it comes to Drew Brees and the Chargers. Uh, on the next podcast, on the next podcast, I will be giving a prediction score. What would the score be of the New Orleans Saints versus Los Angeles Chargers game? And that will be live. So I want to say thank you all very much for checking out the State of the Saints podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast, facebook.com, search The State of the Saints Podcast, and the previous episodes are available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor FM. 
please take a few minutes of your time to subscribe to one of those streaming apps. Uh, the, I can see that it's growing, and I want to say thank you all very much for your support and continue to support the State of the Saints podcast. And uh, once again, the show will be live on next time, and I, I apologize uh, once again. I know normally I do shows live, but uh, <laughs> I had something to do tonight. So uh, I want to say thank you all, and uh, I'll see you all tomorrow live. Till next time, all I got to say is, 